0: This is Rising Shining. I'm Kelsey. This is a podcast version of my blog posts, and I hope the honest reflections and encouragement will be a bright spot of your day. If you'd like to see photos and links in the blog posts, you can find it using the link in the notes of your podcast player, or visit my blog, risingshining.com. Today's episode is titled Designing Our Summer. Summer break starts for the boys today, and my planning brain has been at work to design our summer. And thinking about our summer, I realized that summers feel challenging to me for two reasons. One, my very energetic boys are out of school, which means more active parenting and entertaining. And two, it's really, really hot, so we're pretty much confined to being indoors, reminder two very energetic boys, or in a pool. I thrive on structure and routine, and I think kids do too, so I wanted to create a rhythm to our days and weeks. At the same time, my kids are 8, 6, and 1, so any structure needs to be flexible. Ahem, I need to be flexible. With all of this in mind, I created a daily rhythm, plus thought of weekly activities and a few summer adventures to look forward to. The boys are out of school for about nine and a half weeks. Over the course of the summer, they're going to do four weeks of camps with a general pattern of one week at camp, one week at home, one week at camp, etc. I hope it means that our days won't become too monotonous since there will always be something to look forward to on the horizon. The daily rhythm below will be for our days when the boys are home. On camp days, we'll shorten the morning routine and then head out to camp. Here's what I'm thinking for our daily rhythm. 6 a.m. Wake up, breakfast, morning routine. The Whartons are up and at early. The boys' morning routine already includes getting dressed, eating breakfast, making their beds, and brushing their teeth. There are two changes I want to make for the summer, having the boys make their own breakfast Monday through Friday, and also having them do an additional daily chore. To make independent breakfast easy, the night before we can set out plates, bowls, cereal, and the toaster. Then they can make cereal and or toast for themselves. We could also start stocking frozen waffles and pancakes, which I think they would love. With oven oversight from us, they could also make biscuits from a can. One daily chore, chosen from a chore menu of options, is also getting added to the morning routine. These additional chores will earn 50 cents each. I plan to print out a chore menu and put it on the fridge to make it easy to see the choices. Or maybe I could create a chore bingo chart inspired by Christine Coe's life skills bingo, and there's a link to that life skills bingo in the blog post. So far my ideas for chores include taking out the trash, compost, or recycling, emptying the dishwasher, cleaning a bathroom, Cleaning out the car, sweeping the front or back porch and sidewalk, watering the plants outside with the hose, watering house plants, and helping with a load of laundry, including starting the wash, moving the wash to the dryer, and helping to fold. Some of these chores the boys already do occasionally, especially when they are motivated to earn money. I have an overall summer goal for the boys of having them make their own breakfast and of being able to help more with the laundry. We'll see how it goes. 7.30 to 9 a.m. Screen time for the boys, once their morning routine is complete and if it's not summer camp week. On weeks they have summer camp, maybe we'd let them do screen time in the afternoon. Dash and Cedric are super into Minecraft right now, which they play on computers. After hearing about Minecraft for years, I still kind of marvel and chuckle that it's become part of my life. I guess it's practically a parenting rite of passage. It seems like an innocuous game, and I actually like it better than previous computer games the boys have found to play. I'm scheduling their screen time at the beginning of the day because otherwise there is much grumbling about it, and this is how I'm choosing my battles. 9 or 9.30 a.m., Maeve goes down for her morning nap. I'm happy to report that morning nap has been going really well. Maeve goes down easily and just about always sleeps for at least 45 minutes and sometimes longer, although we can never predict when. 9 to 10.30 a.m. Snack for the boys and quiet activities while Maeve naps. Maybe they'll be into their own projects or maybe I'll read aloud to them or play a game with them. And to be honest, sometimes they will probably get extra screen time because I will be eager to have my own quiet time while Maeve naps. 10.30 a.m. Possible morning outing. Once a week, we'll go to the library. Other times I could take the kid crew to run a couple of errands since they're all pretty happy listening to podcasts in the car. Otherwise we'll be hanging at home, hopefully peacefully. Around noonish, lunch. I love the idea of making kiddo lunches in the morning just like a school day. That's usually something Chris does, so I will try to recruit him to this task. twelve thirty or one PM generally after lunch. Quiet reading time with an enticing snack. Taking a break from each other and resting benefits us all, if only the boys felt as strongly about this as I do. At some point last year, our hour of quiet rest time stopped working, even with the reward of a selection from the coveted snack basket. That leaves me hoping, but not confident, that I can reinstitute an hour of quiet time this summer. One thing working in my favor is that Dash is now reading independently, so I hope with a steady supply of library books, he will enjoy some reading time. Cedric has always been more amenable to quiet time and is happy to look at books, draw, or narrate scenes with action figures. To sweeten the deal of quiet time, I'm thinking I will offer a snack like cinnamon letter cookies or mini chocolate chip cookies, both from Trader Joe's, that the boys could take into their rooms to enjoy with their books. I also signed both boys up for our library summer reading program, so maybe that will also motivate them to log reading minutes. Stay tuned. Around 2 p.m., Maeve will take her afternoon nap, so I could do a quiet indoor activity with the boys or take them to the pool while Chris stays home with Maeve. The timing of Maeve's afternoon nap depends on when she wakes up from her morning nap, so the afternoons seem less predictable. Of course, it's always possible that nap timing could completely change this summer at some point, too, if she drops to one nap, but I won't worry about that right now. Some options for keeping the boys busy during this time include playing a board game with them, although they're often resistant, watching a show or movie with them, or letting them watch one themselves, or taking the boys out somewhere if Chris has a light afternoon and can hang with Maeve when she wakes up. I do hope to take at least the boys, if not all three kids, to the public pool at least twice a week. We could also do a trampoline jump park where there would be glorious air conditioning. And side note, for now, we've decided that we're okay with these indoor-type activities if the boys wear masks, which they are great at doing. When Maeve is up from her nap and if we aren't going out, we can sit with her while she plays at her water table in the backyard shade. Around 4 p.m., it'll be time to head back home if we've been out, and it'll be family hangout time and starting dinner prep. Between 5 and 7 p.m., we'll have dinner, hang out as a family, do bath and showers, and then it's bedtime. We have fun, full summer days ahead. For weekly activities, here are some of my ideas. Weekly visits to the library. Going to the public pool one or more times per week. Our favorite local pool is Mesquite Pool near downtown Gilbert, if you're local. Cold treat Wednesdays. Every Wednesday afternoon, we'll go find a delicious cold treat. I thought this seemed like a good way to carry us through the middle of the week and to try out several local places and also cousin playdates. Now let's talk about summer travel and adventures. For summer adventuring, we have some longer trips planned, plus I'd like to take the boys on a couple of mama day trips. Here's what I'm thinking. Tonto Natural Bridge Day Trip. My parents are planning to go with the boys and me to visit this amazing state park. After a hike, we'll head up the road to Pine, Arizona for delicious pizza before driving home. Sedona Creek Day. I'd love to take the boys to spend a day in cool water surrounded by red rocks. We always spend a day at the creek during my book club's annual Sedona retreat and I think the boys would love it. Chris and the boys go to Seattle while I have a Sedona book club retreat. Of course these two trips would fall over the same weekend. Chris is taking the boys to Seattle along with his parents and sister to visit his brother and celebrate two graduations. Meanwhile, my parents will keep Maeve so that I can go on my annual Sedona Book Club retreat, which I skipped last year. And finally, an Austin trip. We're heading to Austin for about 12 days in mid-July. We haven't been in so long. During the first weekend we're there, I'll be joining other women at a retreat hosted by Sarah of feedingthesoil.com, and I'm really looking forward to it. When we get back from Austin, we'll have just about a week before school starts. And that's my plan heading into summer. If you'd like more inspiration and practical advice for designing your summer, I would recommend the recent episode of the Lazy Genius Podcast about planning a summer day. In particular, I liked the advice that no day will be ideal and to break up the summer into segments. I'm also trying to make sure that I have something for me to look forward to every few weeks, whether that is one of my girls' retreats, taking myself out for a pedicure and lunch, or spending the night away at my parents' house. I'd love to know what summer routines or plans you're making. I'm wishing you a fun start to this new season after a very long school year. Thank you so much for spending some of your day with me. I would love to connect with you and hear your thoughts on today's episode. You can leave a comment on this blog post by following the link in the notes of your podcast player. You can also connect with me on Instagram where I'm Kels Wharton. I would be so grateful if you would share Rising Shining with someone who you think would enjoy it, and your reviews on Apple Podcasts are so appreciated. Until next time, I'm wishing you a great day, friends.